0: You're listening to the Tech Talk Show. Hi there, my name is Sue Nelson, and for the next half an hour or so, we're going to be talking about all things tech. I'm joined by my fellow presenter, Rush Shaw, founder of Tech London Advocates. Hi, Sue. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, yeah, very good. So, um, we sort of pretty much know that you're founder of Tech London Advocates, and and our our immediate previous programme explained about technonovas and global tech advocates now with global tech advocates you're literally at the moment traveling around the world trying to get lots of other groups of people and hubs to, to perhaps replicate the model you've got here in london yes tell me some of the some of the places that you've been recently i know you've been to south america
1: I was in Bogota, Colombia, a year ago. We launched Tech Bogota Advocates. Um, We've got a group in the Bay Area in California. We've got lots of groups across the UK and Europe. And then most recently uh, with our next guest, John, we were in Shenzhen to launch Tech Shenzhen Advocates three weeks ago. And we launched a group in Shanghai, Back in October of 2017, so we've got two groups in China, and uh, I think we've got more on the way, which I'm sure we'll hear about. We've also got a group in Singapore, and uh, we're launching Tech Japan Advocates in Tokyo as well. Oh,
0: I think this could be a scam. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> for you to do a bit of, you know, sort of I can write <laughs> I can write this tax bill off and pretend I'm working. But actually, people just invite me around the world. Is that right? No, I'm only joking. Is that? Not quite. No, it's tax-deductible travel.
1: Uh, It's business travel. Yes, it goes goes through my business. But, you know, I I do all of this for um, pro bono. But you
0: do get to see the most amazing places. I do. I remember when you came back from China, you were thrilled and you go to lots of different places but you were thrilled because you felt they were really really excited and really invested in this didn't you more than almost anywhere else you've been I think
1: yeah, and that's 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 kudos to our 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 speaker here John who we'll hear from in just a moment but um and John probably hasn't heard this but I I think I shared a moment where with some people, where we were in Shenzhen, and we were having dinner, and I do not speak Mandarin. Um, really? <laughs> no, I don't. I, I try. I, yeah. I massacre it when I when I speak it. Um, but John was having, who's from Shanghai, was having a conversation with the the group that was launching and supporting the Shenzhen group launch, and so I was witnessing a conversation in Mandarin between. Um, fellow Chinese who were talking about global tech advocates. And John is very good. He'll break out of the conversation and translate quickly for me in English and then go back into the conversation. And I had my kind of a pinch myself moment where I thought, six years ago, when I first launched the London Group, what I have ever envisioned, I'd be sitting in a very nice restaurant in Shenzhen, having amazing food and hearing people wax lyrical about global tech advocates in Mandarin, Mm. me not fully understanding all of it, but getting a sense of the excitement and the enthusiasm, and this is what we could do, and here's how we can get other Chinese cities involved, was quite something and so i i I I thank john it was quite moving actually it was it was i was i was a bit jet lagged you know it was (laughs) you know i was a bit bleary eyed and my guests were looking at me like are you okay and i'm like yeah but this is great i'm hearing all of this great stuff so that was exciting
0: so our guest is john zai and a founder of Senti. before we before we go on to the tech london advocate stuff just tell us a little bit about Senti. what's that all about
2: Wow, I try to make it a long story, very very short. <laughs> Don't worry, um, I'll, cu- I'll um, cut you off if you go on too this, long. <laughs> it's just a, a platform uh, between uh, China and the European. We previously did something is between China and the UK, and currently we decide we're probably going to be making it a little bit wide, so it's not only focused on China and the UK, but still sixty percent is focused on the UK, forty yeah. percent we're going to be moved to the European. As the name, the Sinti is actually is a short name of a China-European networks of technology. Innovation, so it's Ah, obviously
0: so it's C E N T I. Yes, yes. it's an acronym.
2: (laughs) So it's technically it's a platform I try to build between China and Europe in terms of the technology and innovation. You know, there's a lot of things between China and the European, but to be honest, in these couple of years, not, not not too much things about the tech sector has happened between China and the European. So hopefully we're just using this platform to doing anything relevant about the technology, innovation between China and the European, to move a little bit, you know, how to use in the China-wide market and, uh, you know, quite good capital to connect with uh, European technology. Sure.
0: So what do you mean by platform exactly is, is this somewhere that people can do business or, or or is it just connecting people so they communicate you know what, what actually is it this is actually, not too techy here you know <laughs> yeah what, what, about, what actually is it
2: yeah this is actually the word you know chinese you know the mandarin and the english sometimes you try to translate using mm. the best accurate words but this platform is not talking about something like a software apps or uh it's actually it's combined with the physical thing, for example, maybe uh, some building and something online, maybe a event, or maybe just, you know, an online platform. This is something you can put everything uh, relevant with the technology sector, innovation sector together. I know it's probably when I'm using a platform because I can't find... Think another, of another word. <laughs> I can think of another word about yeah. this platform. But I can just give you a little bit about what is Senti. So we are currently doing three things. It's very simple. Technically, technically we are... Uh, I, I call this like a... a Similar like investment bank, but kind of like a consulting company style. So we basically helping a, a later stage European company to kind of like funding money, raise some money, and helping them to understand about the Chinese market. It's including the culture, it's how to do in business with the Chinese government, with Chinese industry.
0: So if somebody wants to expand over over there, that, that that's that's your role to explain. It's not quite as simple as you think, chaps. And um, you're going to have to consider this, consider that and there'd be some regulatory thing and all sorts of stuff and you're you're there to really help them through that process. Yeah.
2: And to be honest, China is a very uh, exciting market. Mm. Everybody thinking China is something they have to go. But to be honest, not too much people have the knowledge of how they go to the China market. That's yeah. it's the different world. It's the in terms of the business world, it's getting better. But still, I think uh, the people maybe sitting in this room, Raz and me, and the, the people who used to be doing business with China, they understand a little bit about China, but not. Very, you know, you know, what I mean. but not much, not much, no. <laughs> not much. And most of the people, they not, they don't understand about China. They sometimes mm. using it to compare with the other Asian country. Yeah. But China is different. They're having a, it's it's very charming market. It's very Definitely
0: going to go back to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking to um uh, Gavin last week, Russ, about vision and, and, and yes. culture and getting that right for your business. I've never been to China. So what is it like in terms of tech over there? Is it it hugely, vastly different?
1: It's different. Tech is enormous. Um, There are many, many tech businesses, startups, scale-ups, many investors behind the sector. And I think in many aspects of tech, China is leading the world. I mean, if you just look at some of the, the social media platforms, you know, everybody uses WeChat, et cetera. But, you know, Many Chinese don't use cash that much anymore because it's all done through their devices. So in some respects, China has leapfrogged on the technology side in various aspects of, you know, whether it's payments, digital platforms, whatever it might be. It is very significant. There are lots and lots of players. To John's point, it really helps to have somebody help navigate the landscape there. I can't, because I can't even is, imagine
0: going out there and not having somebody that's going to help you because it is to me it feels so different. Yes. It, Almost every aspect feels different,
1: and and the beauty of working with somebody like John, and, and you know, I, I sometimes put John on a pedestal because John also understands the London and UK tech ecosystem, mm. and is 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 really immersing himself now in the European space. So having somebody who understands how things are happening here, how business works here, but also is able to say, but this is how it works in Shanghai or Shenzhen, and this is what you need to think about is invaluable because mm. it's such an enormous market. And many of the startups and scale-ups that I speak to, I encourage them to go, look at it, explore the market, see if there's a potential opportunity for them, but not to go on their own, but go with somebody who can help navigate such a big market. I mean, I do say that to people going to the US. I say, look, of course the US is 50 states, mm. each with its own tax regimes and jurisdictions, and it can be a minefield if you get it wrong. Mm. Mm. For China, I think if you get it wrong, you know, you can magnify exponentially what that could mean because you're dealing with a very different culture, a different language, a different business etiquette. Mm. Yeah,
0: see, see, for me, John, I, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't been to China. And it, it, my vision, which I, which I guess is fed through the media, really, films and, <laughs> you know, newspapers and all sorts of other things, no. Is 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 that somehow it's, there's a vast rural community which, in many ways, isn't particularly well connected, and then there's some real amazing hotspots of technology where where it's it's some aspects a bit way 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 ahead of us. Is it a very diverse country in that that respect? That that's my, you know, that's mm. what I'm getting from the media, not mm. that I've been.
2: Yeah, mm. I read it in today. I just finished a speech in one of the event in in Shanghai. I guess. Uh, that event, I was having the topics talking about global uh, technology and innovation hub in the world. And uh, the first one um, is the number one ranking is Silicon Valley. Second is New York. And the third, I think, I remember is London. Of course it is. Of course. We're right up there. London. (laughs) And the fourth, I remember is Taraway and the fifth is Shanghai, yeah. and the sixth is Beijing. Beijing. Wow. But I'm surprised, Raz. I didn't see Shenzhen, probably people you see. It's coming. It's I think coming.
1: Shenzhen, Guangzhou, they call this the, the greater Bay Area, mm. yeah. uh, which includes Hong Kong and Macau. But that whole region, I think, and I've said yeah. in 10 years, will be the largest tech hub in the world. So it's not there today, but watch out, it's coming, it's and sue when you go there and you see the growth and you see the vibrancy and you see the enormity of it all, it is really quite
0: something. Well, well, John, what particular areas do you think China are very, very good at? You know, are there particular sectors in tech that you, you think they're absolutely world beating? Uh, just putting you on the spot there.
2: I think it's going to be many, many places. For example, really? uh, Russ just mentioned about the fintech. When well, we're talking mm-hmm. about the fintech, you know, the fintech is not about technology, it's about how you're going to be implemented into your real life. I give you, a, it's not like a joke. I mean, normally when you in China, right? You, sometimes you were having kind of like a homeless over there. Uh, sometimes they're asking for some change. Uh, normally, if you don't have it, you don't have it, right? But in China, guess what? They will actually take out a QR code. You can just scan and ah! pay by phone. I'm not. I'm not joking. Yeah. It's serious. Is this is this, this is a twice. new way to sell the big issue. Yeah, <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> so the
0: get your QR code out, chaps. Yeah, wow.
2: Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is not particular technology, Maybe uh, to be honest. For now, I think Americans do the best in the world. I, 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 Even though I'm a Chinese, I never try to avoid to talking about mm-hmm. this. But in some particular area, for example, I don't know, the 5G. Mm-hmm. Yes. The 5G, the Huawei is doing very well. In my hometown in Shanghai, there's a district It's called Hongzhao. This is the first place in the world the whole district was covered up by 5G. Wow.
0: God, it's incredible. I want to live there. I already want to live there. Because <laughs> it's incredible. Because I can't it's... even, you know, in this place where we're at the moment, I, might, I can't, my phone can't get we
1: But we've all, we haven't we've <laughs> only talked ridiculous. about artificial intelligence, machine learning, robotics, yeah. autonomous vehicles. Yes. And, and coupled with that is this real push to create many Chinese cities into smart cities. And yeah. the technology that's behind this is incredible. So... Yeah. I just say to people, look, even if you don't want to set up a business in China, go Go there, explore, Mm -hmm. learn and see what's going on because it is fast becoming a world leader in many areas. But
0: but John, you know, again, I I read the sort of political aspects of of, of China feels a little bit off-putting somehow. Well, what's your your view on that? You know, I mean, in some respects if you've got somewhere where you can make decisions and, and, and plough things through, it means that you can do things quicker. Obviously, in the UK, with our political system, we can't even leave, can't even leave Europe without having a ma- massive mess and it taking forever. It feels like, you know, in, in terms of one of the positive things about... Chinese politics is that 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 you know you can make it and and start steaming ahead and and we're we're struggling with that over here. Do you, do you think that's going to be to our detriment, and do you think it's to China's benefit, uh, or do you think some of the downsides of the political? Uh, Don't get yourself into trouble. No, but...
2: I won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um Like um, like a coins have two sides. Sure. Yeah, like a coins have two sides. Right. Uh, I'm a Chinese. I'm still holding the Chinese uh, passport. It's very
0: sensible um, in the UK at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> you get me one. <laughs>
2: uh, but my daughter was a British. Uh, he, she was born in Britain, and she's, you know, British. Uh, as I said, like a coins, right? Um, you know, sometimes I heard of a lot of very close friends told me, said that China, I hate to say this, but uh, China is, uh, you know, not very transparency. Mm-hmm. People don't uh, understand what's happening in China, why this is going to be changed here, changed there, blah, blah. But I just want to see some, I just want to use some uh, uh, evidence. Uh, I don't see any country or any city like China for example like Shenzhen they are developed so quick in this world in human beings history China is a country who is only for 70 the new country I'm talking about new China 70 years and the things we have achieved that's enormous that's no one actually achieved ever and the place Russ was always loved or Shenzhen yes it's only 38 years and is the GDP? I think in the last month was actually over Hong Kong. Is, is that is
0: that because of the political process, in a way, because of history, actually you can make things happen faster. I, I think that is and a fact. And there's a good side
1: and a bad side to there that. Is, there are two, uh, To John's point, there are two n- sides none
0: of us to... are making any comment. By the way, we're, we're just trying to understand it and explore it. No, and
1: I, and I think it's it's sensible to explore it. I mean, you know, Shenzhen was 40 years ago rice paddies. Yes, mm. and because the government is very involved in many aspects of lives, including getting behind businesses, getting behind initiatives, building infrastructure. Mm -hmm. Uh, John and I took high-speed trains. (laughs) I was marveling at the trains at the size of the stations in in places like Wuxi. Um, You know, the station we were in was bigger than Waterloo Station. (laughs) And, you know, it was one of four stations in Wuxi, which is one of the first-tier cities. So the government gets behind that. But at the same time, you know, China has developed its own internet ecosystem, so Facebook, Google, Twitter, you know many of the social media outlets that we use here and around the world do not work in China. They have their, their own, own platforms, mm-hmm. although remarkably, when I roam onto China mobile um, on my 4G device, I was getting access to all of <laughs> these platforms so and you know you just realize that and somebody used the word bifurcated. Our global ecosystem is bifurcated. Actually, it's going to be many different systems. So there's not going to be one Internet platform for everybody. And you have to go into it with understanding that China has its own ecosystem. Many things I like, many things I don't necessarily like. But when you go around the world, every country I go to, every region I go to, there are things I like and things I don't like. And I say to people, look, when you're looking at China... Go in with your eyes fully open. Mm. Know that it's a very different ecosystem. But if you're going into it with an understanding that you want to learn and see things. And one of the things I always say to startups is if you want to learn how to scale a business, go to China. Mm -hmm. because they know how to scale businesses there because it's such an enormous market and they can do it in such a short amount of time. So those are the great learnings that you can get from a place like that to see how things can be done differently, how you scale things and what can you take away that can help your business. And maybe you can be successful in China, maybe you won't be, but to ignore it will be at your peril.
0: So so the comment that you made there, I mean, I mean John, if, if, if you were in tech and, and you really wanted to understand, you know, how you can disrupt markets and how you can do something different, I mean, surely just popping over to China and actually just going and looking and listening and absorbing and seeing, you know, tr- trying to dismantle Mm. your view of tech here which I still find very exciting of course, mm-hmm. but mm. um, would that be a good idea? Just just go and have a look and learn and listen and see what's going on
2: Yeah, I just want to on top something on the previous uh, mm. topic talking about uh, is the politics is going to be getting well, this is very important that's why I want to untop. top so uh, a lot of people are saying there's in China, there's no <laughs> no democracy I just want to say that's not no democracy. That well, it cannot, it's
0: impossible not to have a
2: democracy there, at all. That's, that's kind of like special democracy. Yeah, yeah, sure. i just give an example, very simple. Okay, uh, each family are different. You never know what's, why this family is doing this, why that family is doing that. And sometimes...
0: I don't even might... know my, more my own family doing things.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and sometimes when you uh, try to make some decision, people say it's always democracy is the best way for human beings to decide something. But that's dependent. For example, if a parent they decide where to buy a new house, obviously you have to use in this, right? But if one day they try to having some nice food and uh, the, the kids, they know where to go to the food, they don't have to using. I think this kind of thing is being approved uh, in the some certain situation in Western countries sometimes the reason why China can develop so quick is because we're using a special Chinese way to doing democracy we in the most of the general thing we, we do play democracy it's just western people they didn't know but in some <laughs> certain area we still believe uh you know uh, in this world is not everyone smart it must be a group of people they are the smartest and they sometimes they can make a you know, good decision, sure. and this is a be approved in this world. Sometimes the truth is not actually uh, a, is not be held uh, by the uh, you know you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, most of the time, is the truth is always only be a few people to know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So and 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 really, that's the point of your organisation. is yes. It it is so different. Yeah. And, and again, we're not making a judgment one way or other. It's it's just different. If you are going to go over there and do business, or, yes. or, or, you know, if you want to understand how a different ecosystem works, you're going to need somebody's help because everything's different. Everything's you, you know, there's different. no platform that you can you can stand on, assuming that everything's going to be the same, because, because everything's
2: different. This is the example I'm always using my for my Western friend when they go to China. I said, imagine if you go alone, go back to China, you don't speak the language. Ex- just give example: you go to America, at least in America, you speak English.
0: Well, we'd we actually probably disagree with that, but yeah, <laughs> I, I sort yeah.
2: of know what you mean. Uh, yeah, <laughs> at, at, at least do you understand what's happening? Yeah, then. same but vocabulary. To be honest, if you go to China, if you don't have any company, no friend, in some maybe it's not in, even you, the same alphabet. Yeah, so in sure. Shanghai or Beijing, or maybe it's okay. People most of the People maybe they speak English right now, but if you go to some small city, that's a—it's a little yeah. bit like I go to France. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and 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 this is this is uh, why I'm always using an example. Uh, but imagine if you uh, marry a Chinese lady or gentleman, and you go back to China, that's gonna be—that's China is the best city who actually welcome the foreign uh, uh, friend. Uh, we trade foreign uh, very very well in China. I suggest you you should go to China. Don't worry, I'm going because we've got yeah. some
0: we've got some tech and advocate thing. Yeah, aren't global we? tech
2: advocate. We're, tech we're working. John yeah, we're, and I are working I on a on, might,
0: on
1: a big event in Shanghai. Hopefully later this year. Yes, so uh, I thought
0: I might use some of my business, you know, tax travel. Excellent <laughs> 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 thing going on. Um, it, you you are very excited by it, aren't you? I, I, I know you are, and and I think I think as well that that. You know that that nearly all of the development in the world, uh, if if you if if you look forward in decades to come, and the growth in population is going to be in Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. So um, when well, we're all looking, you know, we're all looking to Europe and we're all looking to America, but actually. If you really want to understand what the growth is going to be like in a decade or two, that is going to be the focus, uh, the global focus without without a doubt. It is. I mean, a- Asia
1: is the continent. China is the market in 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 the continent. You know, and yeah, but beyond China, you know, Southeast Asia is growing. India mm-hmm. is growing, and so, you know, getting Europeans and North Americans to to think differently and to go and explore and say, you need to understand
0: and stop it, think, thinking the focus of the world is in Western Europe and. America. America, do you know what is shifting? It's shif- and it's shifting fast. Yes.
1: And what, what excites me is how can we bring together – and this is why I love what John is doing with Senti – how do we bring UK and European businesses and organisations together with Chinese ones? Why? Because we know that when we bring together people from different backgrounds, different experiences – we can build and create better mm. products and services for everybody Global. you know and yeah. john is very also when i watched john being in china he's very eager to help his fellow chinese to say look beyond china yes you know we were in a city called wuxi yeah. which is one of the the, That's the, a great name. It isn't W U <laughs> <great> <laughs> Wuxi. And it's a it's one of the first tier cities that uh, is being promoted to kind of, you know, beyond Beijing, Shanghai, Shenzhen to look at how do you expand internationally? And and I do joke, I use the wizard of oz example. I did have my we're not in Kansas anymore experience mm-hmm. when I was in Wuxi where everything is absolutely in Chinese. You know, I felt like I was the only Westerner there at times. But to John's point, I was so welcomed by the people there. Um, You know, when we had our event there, and when we met the government officials from the city of Wuxi, they could not have been more welcoming, even though we did not speak the same language. And Mm. there was a real interest and desire to connect internationally, which was so interesting to see. And I I think that reinforces John's points that, you know, foreigners are very welcome. They want to learn from us. They know that they need to do things. If they're going to be true global businesses, they have to understand the way the rest of the world is working and we can help them to do that. So it's a real win-win.
0: And I presume if I'm allowed to say that Trump's not exactly helping this situation at well i
1: actually I think for the u k and Europe he is helping the situation because you know when we were in Shenzhen and Shanghai and in previous trips, I certainly picked up that you know many Chinese are pivoting away from the u s and looking at the u k and Europe as you know it's a
0: warmer place
1: it's a warmer place mm-hmm. where yeah. you know business operations can be conducted and you know not that we Can't abandon the way we do things and the way standards are set. But there is an acceptance that, you know, you have to work in some way with China. You cannot ignore it. It's going to be the largest economy in the world. And we have to collectively figure out ways in which our different ecosystems and our different platforms can engage with Mm -hmm. each other in ways in which are mutually acceptable. We haven't fully gotten there yet, but in the UK and in Europe, I think that there is that understanding. And at the moment, through people like uh, Mr. Trump, I think they've just said no. We're going to close the door, and and I don't think that's the right way forward.
0: Well We could just put him in a little box with all our politicians, <laughs> just float them off into the don't Atlantic get me somewhere. Started, um, so, um, John, if anybody wants to um, get in touch with you or or to you know find out a bit more about Senti, which is spelled C E N T I,
2: where yep. should they go? I'll they can, we can
0: do a link from from a tech talk show, of course, but
2: yeah, they can just, just Google
0: you, LinkedIn, one of them LinkedIn,
2: things. LinkedIn, and they can find me easily. Yeah. and you you've got just, a website, uh, website, and a Twitter. Yes, okay. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll make sure we do yeah, some links then, and and that's really for anybody who's interested in doing business with China, understanding more about China, or anybody who's Chinese who is interested in what's happening over here.
2: Yeah. So you've got a foot firmly in each camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we, yeah. Have the, we have the office in the, in, the, in London and in Shanghai, Shenzhen, Beijing area. You
0: just must be flying backwards and forwards all the time.
2: <laughs> I was actually going back to China twice a month. <laughs>
1: wow. I know, I know. Talk it's about a long journey, isn't it? It is. It's a good 12 hours and, yeah. and lots of jet lag. So <laughs> it's remarkable that he does this twice yeah. a month. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and, and, and I know that you're a great fan, uh, Russ, because you really do feel that John's um, making a huge contribution to, 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 to both UK and to China.
1: He is. And, you know, he is one. Of of the leaders that I point to who really get in and understand how do we think here, how do we operate in our London tech ecosystem, and how are we looking across Europe – And also being a voice to say, here's how you need to think about this as you go into China and vice versa. So he's a great ambassador for us here, but he's a great ambassador for us back in China. You know, we did London Tech Week in Shanghai and Shenzhen last year, and he brought so many people who wanted to learn Mm -hmm. and understand and be introduced to the UK or to other parts of Europe. And that is invaluable. So... We, we need people like John in our in our global ecosystem. So I'm very glad we, we've connected. We've built a very good, good friendship and relationship. And, and,
0: and just just to finish off the program, we've got the amazing Investor Showcase. Yes. And What's the date for that again?
1: It is Thursday, the 2nd of May from Thursday, 3 to 7 p.m. at Here East. And you can come and hear John, John. speak because we're going to have a whole panel on China and investing in China and investing in the U.K. from China. So... John's you know, pearls and of wisdom yeah. will be shared with with many of us. So do come and listen.
0: And and the format for the event is this: there are some panels. So, so that the thing I like about it is, you know, quite often you have four or five people up on stage. Yes, and and they're all interacting and talking about the different aspects of things. So I know you're not going to have five versions of John up there, are you? are going to have people <laughs> with, with slightly different views and, and and that's that's the great thing for me because it's quite stimulating in the audience to listen to yes. those, those different perspectives. And,
1: and they are teased out and, you know, we've got our wonderful Ollie Barrett, who's our comp here, um, coming to, to tease a lot of that out and there are going to be differing views. There are lots of panel discussions, there are a few keynote speeches that are kind of peppered in there in between. It is very fast moving, so things move every 10, 15, 20 mm-hmm. minutes, we're on to the next, the next theme, one, yeah. the next Next topic. It's very
0: stimulating, and and then
1: the the purpose of that is to just throw it all out there, get people to. Think about so many different things, and then network and discuss with people afterwards in more detail. If yeah, want. And it's gr-
0: a great place to, to to make connections. And and obviously, and part of the thrust of of the whole um, s- sort of events program is to look at investment. Where's investment going? Absolutely. Where are skills going? Yep. H- how's, I mean, we thought we'd we'd be out of Europe by now, didn't we? Of course, we did. by the time we had this event, but no,
1: no, we're still in the European we're still Union. Faffing. some of us are not unhappy about faffing. that. But we're we're, Farage,
0: we're getting there. Nigel Farage having and he won't be in politics and now, you know, started off, his smelt. We've got European elections got of, coming
1: up as well, who would have guessed? Yeah, he smelt a little bit of an
0: opportunity there. Anything could happen. Anything
1: can happen. but and that's the part of the reason is, for the event. Exactly. The yeah. assumption is, look, in some way, shape or form, mm-hmm. the UK will be out of the European Union. Um, might be in a decade. <laughs> Could be next week, we don't know. I might be dead by that point, but it, <laughs> it's probably going to happen. But people need to know and understand what does that mean? And it's the investor mindset. So John's mm-hmm. views on... Here's how, when Chinese investors are looking at the UK, Brexit or no Brexit. What does it this mean? Is what
0: they think of it exactly?
1: And yeah. and how do we also help explain what this is? Because as I've said previously, you know people are very confused about what's going on in the UK mm. until that Brexit moment actually happens. Yes, people don't quite know. So when we're in Shenzhen or Shanghai. We have to explain this. but it's can't. really hard. It's, it's not easy. <laughs> just say, look, we've got a load of incompetent politicians and we're not sure where we're heading. But we have Can to be, you just leave it at that? No, we can't. We have to be good ambassadors <laughs> because we want sure. to engage with the Chinese, with North Americans, with Europeans, with people in the Middle East. And it's complicated. It yes. is complicated, but we want London to be a global hub for all of this. So Brexit yeah. or no Brexit, we're going to make this work and we need to reach out to communities and networks around the world to do we that. We
0: could declare a new republic, sort of London. <laughs> the
1: independent state have a, of London. We, have used to have a wall. we did used to have a wall around London, didn't we? <laughs> so we could, well, there's we could still could parts of the old London wall around. <laughs> <Exactly>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We
0: could do a Trump. We could build a wall around London. <laughs> don't <laughs> not,
1: go there. Not
0: because we don't want people to come in, but we just don't want any politicians anymore. We <laughs> just <laughs> want our own little country. We could run it like... like uh, Like John was saying, our own form of democracy. There you go, exactly. You and I could run for office there, couldn't we? (laughs) Just make it all happen. No, that would be awful. (laughs) Uh, yes anyway so i'm um, just going to end the program now <laughs> on that note um thank you so much to john's eye thank of you. Senti. thanks for joining us that's really really good and and um i just think you're doing a wonderful job of somebody taking on themselves to, to to bridge this 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 gap so so i'm um, good on you really and um thank you to my fellow presenter rush shaw
1: my pleasure lovely as always
0: <laughs> yeah um I I didn't actually mean we could run for office. God, could you imagine that awful? Um, You've been listening to the Tech Talk Show. um, We're available on Spotify, Podbean, iTunes and the podcast app on your phone. If you want to listen to any of our dozens of other podcasts, go to techtalkshow.co.uk. Don't forget to Google Global Tech Advocates or Tech London Advocates and get on to the investor showcase. I know that nearly seven hundred tickets are booked, so you need to get in there pretty sharp. Hurry, but
1: there's still but some it's tickets. A gr-
0: it's a great event, so so uh, make make sure you jump on those links. And uh, after all that, if I if I don't get arrested for being anti government, I'll see you next week. Bye now. <laughs>